Federal employees have no shortage of awards programs, but one of the oldest and most prestigious is now open for nominations. It's the annual Arthur S. Fleming Award, administered by George Washington University's Trachtenberg School of Public Policy the National Academy of Public Administration, and the Arthur S. Fleming Awards Commission. Joining me with the latest, the Commission President, Peter Williams. Mr. Williams, good to have you on. Thank you for inviting me. Delighted to be here. And let's begin with the beginning. This is the oldest award. In fact, it goes back before even I was born. Tell us the history here a little bit. The oldest one is the William H. Jump Award, but you never hear much about it anymore. It only identified one person a year, and it sort of faded into the background. So we're really the second oldest, but really the oldest surviving one, I suppose. It was founded in 1948. Uh, It was actually the downtown JCs in Washington, D.C., who were challenged by Arthur Fleming when he was a dinner speaker, one of their meetings, to come up with a program which recognized mid-career federal government employees, not the people at the top of the tree, not the directors, not the, the administrators, but the people who are slaving away in the trenches and doing remarkable work. And uh, he said, see what you can do. And they came back to him and they said, okay, we've got this program and we'd like to call it the Arthur S. Fleming Award. And he made the famous comment, well, if you want to name it after a living person, that's your risk, not mine. (laughs) So it took off in 1948 and we've been doing it every year except one, which is the uh, year he died. He died in 1996. So in 1997, we didn't have an award. I had respect for that. And we picked it up again in 1998 with the 97 award winners. This year, we will, with the 12 we nominate this or we select this year, we'll go over 700 for the first time. And you already, I guess, answered my next question, which is who is eligible mid-career employees of the federal government? Who can nominate people for an award? The uh, nominations come, the only involvement of the the government itself is that the agencies where the nominee works puts the nomination in, but then after that they fade out. They're not involved in it anymore. They just bask in the reflected glory if their nominee gets, uh, gets the award. And from there on in, Uh, GW takes over. We have a three-stage evaluation process. Uh, Well, first of all, all of the the award seasons, we call it, is now open, and we need to have all nominations for the 2019 awards in by January the 31st. And uh, then we sit down immediately uh, within a week or two of that, go through all of the ones we've we've received, make sure they are eligible. The eligibility is specifically nobody who has less than three years or more than 15 years total federal government employment is eligible. In other words, you have to be in that three to 15 year range. The reason for that is historical. When the JC started, it was uh, open to everybody under the age of 40 on December the 30th in the year in which they were, the year for which they were being nominated. Well, that might have worked in 1948, but in when we took the award uh, program to GW in the mid 90s, uh, right after Arthur Fleming died, uh, we ran into a buzzsaw. <laughs> not exactly a buzzsaw, but there is a restriction in the District of Columbia based on age. You may not discriminate on the basis of age. So what we did, we came up with, well, what we really want to attract are people who are in their 40s, 30s, 40s. We don't really want a lot of 60-year-olds, or due respect to folks like me who are up there. We don't want to have uh, people who have already been successful and recognized for their work. This way we can bring in the people who are 
you know, slaving away in the trenches. And uh, so that's we've had that working, and it works pretty well. And uh, we always get questions about it. We allow people to come into the government and then leave and come back in, and they can add those two periods together as long as the total doesn't exceed 15 years. And that's the uh, that's the yardstick, is to kind of focus it on people who are not 30 years into the government and have done lots of things and been recognized already, if you get what I mean. We're speaking with Peter Williams. He's president of the Arthur S. Fleming Awards Commission. And how many nominations do you tend to get each year? It, it varies. Funnily enough, it varies. The, the lowest number is when we have a change of administration from one party to the other. Because what happens is a lot of the people who are in the uh, agencies towards the end of uh, that administration, uh, they they resign or they choose to go somewhere else. So there's a little bit of hiccup there. Not everybody left behind, although there's a lot of people, uh, really knows who's on first when it comes to nominating. We require the nomination to be signed off on by as high an individual as possible. Uh, We do find, for example, in the case of NASA, NIST, uh, NOAA and the other sort of administrations that the director or the administrator signs it per, signs the nomination personally. That doesn't happen, of course, with the Department of Defense because there are so many um, branches that there we accept uh, the sign-off of usually a, 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 germ, a general, probably two-star and up, who has had direct supervision over the nominee. How are the uh, nominations evaluated? What's the process there? The process says that we, the commission reviews them all to make sure they are valid because of this, these restriction things. But then uh, they go out to, they divide it up, and we have five different categories of uh, nomination. Basic science, applied science, and, and uh, you know, in the in broader sense, um, management and legal and management uh, managerial achievement legal achievement and then social security and translational clinical research those are all those are the five and they're all submitted by the agencies in the uh, various categories which they want to be considered and then we have a panel of consultants uh, we try to hit it we can three consultants in each uh, category who review all of the nominations that come through and then evaluate them, score them, and send their reports back to us. That's, that means the commission. And then uh, we review them, and from that we take all of the uh, nominations and all of the evaluations that we've received. And j- based on the very strong uh, credentials, if you like, of our uh, consultants, we will then identify uh, 24 to 30 who will then be sent through to our panel of judges, a panel of judges that then look at them uh, to identify usually 12 each year. We have a 12 right now. And it uh, doesn't necessarily have to be a specific number in each category. If we end up in a situation where we've got five lawyers, God forbid, but if we did, <laughs> uh, we, we'll, we'll accept that. It's based on the evaluation of, of the people who are better, as we say, better qualified than us. And you mentioned Social Security as one of the categories, and that's a clue to yep. who Arthur Fleming himself was. Tell us briefly about yeah, him. That, yeah, that's something which we, we it's the, the, the most recent addition. We used to have it sort of, had a, 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 wasn't a category, but an area which we asked them to report on, which was what we call community service, something doing something uh, which benefited the community, which um, things could be, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a 
fluid kind of thing get hold of uh, and they put those in and then they these are people who've often done remarkable work for example which might be in the area of poverty or, or whatever it happens to be and then that that's to break those out otherwise they don't get their say anywhere they don't fall neatly into a category. We used to have the thing, just to give you a little historical background, when the award program was started in '48, there were no categories. And in fact, in the first year, uh, we had just five, uh, six awards rather from the first year. And that climbed to four each year between 49 and 52, nine awards in 53. In 1954, 10 awards was established. Uh, as a maximum each year, and that went on until 1997 when we increased it to 12. The government has grown. There are very many more people who will meet the criteria and have the qualifications for this. So that's sort of how the thing has evolved. But Arthur Fleming was a expert in social services, social security, and did a lot of policy work there over a long period of time, correct? Arthur actually served more presidents than any other man in the history of the United States. Uh, he started off with uh, Hoover, okay, he went all the way through to Clinton, and the only person, as we joke about it, who actually dismissed him was Reagan uh, shortly into his uh, first term when Arthur was chairman of the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights, and that wasn't a hot topic, as you may remember, in Reagan's uh, way of thinking. So he was, Arthur was replaced by a man who we believe was literally a Philadelphia lawyer who had actually contributed uh, significantly to Reagan's campaign. <laughs> but wow. then Arthur got back in. He was, you know, chairman of the White House Commission on the Aging and all the rest. I mean, he, right up to his last days, he was 91 when he died, and he was still working a week before that when he went into hospital with kidney failure. And a final question, do the awardees get anything besides a piece of lucite? Actually, they get a piece of lucite and a lot of glory. We don't actually, at to this point, we have never given any monetary consideration with it. Um, it's, uh, of course, others do, but we don't. We just do it purely on basis on recognizing, you know, as the general public, recognizing uh, the excellence of the federal government employee for what it is worth. In other words, the impact on the nation's life and performance and history and so on. Peter Williams is president of the Arthur S. Fleming Awards Commission. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm delighted to have been here. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to shed a little light on that we consider to be a very important program. Nominations are open until January 31st. We'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.